morning, early bird news podcasters. It is a lovely six, seven, eight, teen, or June seventh, twenty eighteen. It's also a Thursday, unless you are in certain parts of the world, in which case it might still be Wednesday, which sucks. Unless it's a good Wednesday for you, in which case go you. Or it could be um, Friday, although I doubt it. I'm not sure, but I doubt it. I don't know how that max math works with the GMT, but... Anyways, from an article from Sassy.com, haven't heard of them, but here we go. Canada is set to legalize marijuana today. Canadian Senate votes on Bill C-45, which would effectively legalize the use and sale of marijuana for folks over 18 years of age. Keep in mind, though, this bill has already passed the House of Commons, so this is one of the few <laughs> last milestones to its legalization, to form, its formal legalization. Then, the House of Commons gets to review the amendments. The House of Commons is basically common folk. I think. No. That's not true. It's not true. I'm kidding. I, it's not common folk. Gets to review the amendments made by the House of Commons. If the two parties are in agreement, the bill can expect to receive royal assent soon, perhaps even by the end of this week. You know, if everything goes well. If not, the two parties will pass, the two parties being the Senate and the House of Commons, will pass the bill back and forth until there is consensus. Recreational marijuana will be permitted for sale in about two to three months by the time the permitting gets done. The industry is expected to boom and collect more than $6 billion for the Canadians, or for Canada's economy, with 4.3 of that coming from recreational sales and roughly 1.7 of that coming from medical sales. So I was thinking about doing the math on that. I think it's pretty interesting. We, I think it's really hard to get, and it probably is really hard to get, a real-time live feed of the world population because we just don't know. Think of all the people that are in rural villages in India. Are they reporting as soon as their kids born without technology? I don't think so. So it's not we're not gonna have an accurate number. But the closest that I've seen is roughly seven point two billion. So if you do six billion divided by seven point two billion, so if every person in the world were to spend X amount of dollars to pay for what Canada is paying, will be projected to pay in marijuana sales, that would be the same as each of those people spending 0.833333 forever repeating dollars. And then for, you know, some of our, you know, less mathematically inclined folks, and even me, or irrational numbers, I don't know if that's irrational, I forget the terms, but that is sometimes hard to conceptualize, but think of it like this. 
for every three people that you have that are forced to pay into this economy or this this budget coming from the marijuana sales, for every three of those people, two of them would be paying zero or eighty three cents, and the third lucky bloke would be paying eighty four cents. That's how that math would work. That's what the continuing three on basically means. Um, so that's an insane amount of cash. Think about every person in the world from the hills and mountains of the Appalachian to the folks near and around kangaroos in Australia to the folks in taxis in New York City overpaying for their fares to work because they don't want to walk. Maybe. Or maybe they broke their leg or something. To farmers in rural China and the folks freezing their bums off in northern Russia. To the cartel of Mexico. Each of them giving between 83 cents and 84 cents. And based on that, you roughly have the amount of money Canada will spend on marijuana probably next year. Although the article seems a little bit unclear on when that projection is. So, also, out of a story, or also, um, in the news this week, a travel story from the BBC. I know I used to talk mainly about health articles, but honestly, I think that's where I was for a while. I was reading a really health-oriented book, or it wasn't a health-oriented book, but it was from, it's called uh, Trouble for Testosterone. It was an awesome professor that wrote it, but super interesting. Um, the chapters are nice and short on a T-Ride, so you can handle that. Anyways, but I've been expanding topics because I think it's important to maintain a well-rounded nature in the key to life is diversity. I, part of one of the keys to life is diversity. Um, so anyways, we learn another, so a story on the BBC, we learn the world's highest post office is in the village of Hakim in northern India's Remote Spiti Valley. I could be butchering those names. Don't know. It's roughly 4,400 meters high. The village that um, the post office is in is one of the highest. Not, yeah, so one of the highest inhabited places on Earth. Not hi the highly most highly inhabited places on Earth, but the highest inhabited, one of the highest inhabited places on Earth as far as elevation. Villagers have been posting letters and depositing money um, into their savings account since roughly 1983, um, after the office started running operations. The office isn't open during the winter, though, due to heavy snowfall. So if you're planning a trip, I would not try to visit that in the winter. Also, there's a link in the summary, but I highly suggest checking out that article from the BBC. Um, not only is the BBC fantastic, yes, um, but the pictures are absolutely beautiful for this village in India. You really get a sense of the space and the atmosphere of um, the village they were, they were in. So, anyways, that is all I have for you folks. Have a great week and